Welcome to podcast three of Create with Confidence, and I'm your host, Cindy Owen. So on this podcast, I want to talk about non-judging. In the definition of mindfulness that we used earlier, the emphasis is on non-judging. Yet judgment is that constant stream of thought and reaction to the inner and outer experiences that we all normally get caught up in. It comes with living in our heads. And when we begin to pay attention to the workings of our mind, it doesn't take long to become aware of the endless stream of thoughts and discover that part of our mind is constantly judging our experiences, comparing them with other experiences, holding them up against expectations and standards that we create. And this is often out of fear. Any of these sound familiar? Fear that I'm not good enough that bad things will happen, that good things won't last, that other people will judge me, hurt me, that I won't get out of my own way, I won't get out of my own head, and that everyone else knows more than me. I've had many of these go through my head and I've discovered the ones that come up the most. So this is all how we judge ourselves. We also want to notice how we judge others. Most often we harshly judge others for things that we don't like about ourselves. It takes an insightful person to realize that their judgment is coming from their own insecurities. Wisdom says to be careful about your judgments. And from my own experience, I remember when I told a friend that I was creating an online course, their reaction said everything. They told me all the reasons that it was a bad idea and that I should get a paying job. So at first I was kind of upset about this and um, I thought, can't they just be happy and supportive for me? When I sat with it some more, I realized that in the past I've reacted this way to others before. I've not always been supportive of others' ideas and tried to make them see what I thought they should be doing, what I thought would be best for them. It was arrogant and unsupportive of me, and I've done it to others, so therefore I'm in no position to be upset with someone who did it to me. It's kind of like seeds. You know, you reap what you sow. This also showed me that I really can't take anything personally or worry about the judgments of others. It's all coming from us, coming from them. Just as my judgment came from me, I was able to let my friend's comments go and not take it personally. She's still a friend and we talk about other things. She's just not one of the friends that I can talk to about my course. But I still value her very much. There's a great quote by Nathaniel Braden, and he says, of all the judgments, we pass in life, none is more important than the judgment we pass on ourselves. The judging mind can paralyze us in business, creating a course, doing a video, audio, anything we fear or are uncomfortable with. Worse is the judgment we make on ourselves. Yes, we need to have a critical eye with our work. That's what keeps us open to providing our best work. However, what usually happens when the mind is left unchecked is the harsh judgments take over. 
we lose that perspective and judge everything with such force it leaves us paralyzed. We turn on ourselves and judge ourselves the most harshly, hoping to get it perfect. With judging our own work, nothing will ever be good enough. We think in black and white, good, bad, good, evil, like, hate. There's no gray perspective. This type of thinking dominates the mind and weighs it down. It's like carrying around a suitcase full of rocks on your head. These judgments lock us in mechanical reactions, mostly through fear, and this is part of the automatic pilot. We react based on these unconscious judgments. So the first practice of mindfulness is to recognize the judging quality of the mind. We all do it. Consumerism is all about making us judge ourselves and deeming ourselves as not good enough, as lacking. Then we'll buy that $100 cream from them to look younger. We'll buy that $60,000 car to have status and envy. It's a billion dollar industry out there to make us judge ourselves as lacking. So it's the very nature of the mind to compare and judge and evaluate. And historically, this has kept us safe from danger. However, when it takes over and is harsh, as if looking at everything is danger, it stops us from being comfortable with who we are and accepting others as they are. This is judging on overdrive. And when this occurs, we want to take a mindful approach. We don't try to stop it or ignore it any more than we could try to stop any of our other thoughts that come to the mind. While our thinking does color our experience, more often than not, our thoughts tend to be less than completely accurate. Usually, they're merely uninformed, private opinions, reactions and prejudices based on limited knowledge and influenced primarily by our past conditioning, our habits. All the same, when not recognized as such and named, our thinking can prevent us from seeing clearly in the present moment. We get caught up in thinking, believing our thoughts, and feeling they're real, and they take us down a very dark rabbit hole. This sets us off with a chain reaction of doubt, fear, and overwhelm. And just being familiar with this deeply entrenched pattern and watching it as it happens can lead to greater non-judgmental receptivity and acceptance. A non-judging attitude certainly does not mean that you cease knowing how to act and behave responsibly in society or that anything anybody else does is okay. It simply means that we can act with, with much greater clarity in our own lives and be more balanced, more effective, and more ethical in our activities. We can assess a situation based on facts without judgment. We want to take a stance as an impartial witness and just observe the judging. When you find the mind is judging, you don't stop it from doing that. All that's required to become aware, all that's required is to become aware of it happening. Simply notice, hmm, judgment's here. And beware of judging the judging. We can slide down that trap very easily. Oh, I judged. Oh, I shouldn't judge. What's wrong with me? I can't stop judging. This only complicates things even more and sends us down that rabbit hole that mindfulness is helping us crawl out of. 
And this is also where most people are blocked. They can't get past their judgments. Stop trying. Accept that you're doing it. Notice it and carry on. Oh, judgment is here. And back to the focus. As we've learned, we can acknowledge judging is here without getting hooked by it and moving our attention back to the focus at hand. Imagine how it might feel to suspend all your judging and instead let each moment just be as it is without attempting to evaluate it as good or bad. This would be a true stillness, a true liberation, and it would feel so good to put down that suitcase. So we practice this in meditation. We take on a non-judgmental attitude towards what comes up in the mind, come what may. Remember the definition of mindfulness, on purpose, in the present moment, non-judgmentally. Without this stance, you're not seeing yourself or others clearly, and we can practice through meditation. So I'd like to take you through a meditation based on the teachings by Tara Brock. Tara Brock first came up with this meditation and it's called RAIN. And it's an awakening to self-compassion and noticing judgments. So taking a few moments to come into a comfortable position, whether sitting on the floor, a cushion, or a chair, having your back straight, filled with dignity and your feet firmly planted on the floor if you're in a chair. Placing your hands comfortably, preferably palms up for acceptance, on the knees or thighs. And as you come into stillness, Take a few full breaths, a nice deep breath in and a slow out breath. And again, a nice deep full in breath, filling the chest, filling the lungs, and then a slow out breath feeling the sensations of the breath as you exhale and letting the breath resume its natural rhythm. Just feeling this body breathing. And take some moments to scan your life. You might notice where your relationships with others or in your own behavior, you feel like you've turned on yourself in some way. You might be in a situation when you're in conflict with another person, but feeling bad about yourself. Or maybe you've turned on yourself. You're at war with yourself for a way that you're behaving as a parent a partner, a friend, a business owner. You might be judging yourself on down on yourself for something to do with work or maybe an addictive behavior. 
Where do you get caught in the trance of unworthiness? The trance of not okay. And let your attention go to that place where you know you get into the trance. And for now, just let yourself kind of get close to it so you can feel the sense of how it is to be living inside this mind state of the belief that in some way you're falling short. You should be different. Perhaps there's a sense of not lovable, not okay, not respectable. Something's wrong. And we begin the practice of RAIN, of self-compassion, by recognizing, oh, this is a trance. I'm at war with myself. Recognizing the thoughts and feelings of the trance. Just allowing all to be here right now. Making room for what's here. This is the A of RAIN. Just allowing. This is how it is right now. And we begin with the eye of rain to investigate with curiosity, with gentleness. Okay, so what's it like when I'm in this trance? You might sense what you're believing about yourself and other people. If that comes quickly, just know what's the belief right here. If it's, I should be different, or I'm bad because I'm hurting others. No one could love me. I'll always fail. To sense what might be built in there. What kind of core belief and most important, feel your body and sense when you're in the trance of unworthiness, what it's like in your body. What's your throat feel like? Your chest, your belly. When you're really feeling bad about yourself, the most important part of investigating is connecting with the embodied experience. Sense the most vulnerable part of you, where you feel the worst. Sense what that part needs most, that part that feels deficient, not okay. What does it need? Does it need to be seen? in a different way, or loved, understood, or held. 
Just sense that. As you're feeling into that place in you that is feeling not okay, you might experiment with putting your hand on your heart. Just lightly. A very tender touch. This is the beginning of turning towards loving, towards the end of rain, the nourishing. And sense the possibility of offering what's most needed inwardly. Perhaps there's words that you might offer yourself. Something like, it's okay, sweetheart. I'm sorry and I love you. Thich Nhat Hanh says, Darling, I care about the suffering. This is a powerful phrase. Or it might be that you sense the love of God or the divine flowing through you. Or for me, it's a hand on my cheek of pure care. Sense the possibility of calling on love and offering it inward, nourishing with self-compassion. Each time you nourish with self-compassion, let it be a fresh creative exploration of what really allows you to feel love flowing into your own being. You might imagine light or warmth pouring in. Just the intention to offer care inwardly begins to decondition that tendency to be at war. And now become full with after the steps of rain, we simply notice, who am I if I'm not any longer believing anything's wrong? Sensing that tenderness, that openness, that spaciousness of being when we're not at war with ourselves. And when you're ready, at the sound of the bell, gently opening your eyes and coming back to the room.
So I will include this meditation separately so that you can take it with you anytime. And please use whenever you're feeling that sense of despair, you know, especially when it comes to being a coach or creating a course or running your own business, we can be so judgmental of ourselves and our work. And it's like turning on ourselves. It's like being at war with ourselves. And I invite you to bring in this meditation to give your sense of self of releasing that war and bringing some compassion. Namaste. And thank you for listening. Bye for now.